Get this, a dating site for anti-vaxxers called Unjected. Unjected has been removed from the Apple App Store. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem, period, end of story. Frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. Unjected Show with your hosts, Shelby Thompson, Scott Armstrong, and Zach Brown. Call 1 833 3UNJECT. That's 1 3 Lines are open now. The Unjected Show is intended for an adult audience and may contain explicit material. User discretion is advised. Aloha. Aloha. What's up, guys? Hi, friends. How's it going? Good. Hello, everybody. Zach, hello. Welcome back. Thank you. How was was DC? It was fine. I lost Chinese money and started an underground sex trafficking ring. It was oh, that's that's the place to do it. I mean, that's that's where all the business is. So there you go. Yeah, there's a large all the politicians, all of the customers. Yeah, base. that's where all the customers are for sure. It's wow. the large base, the clientele base there is insane. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Very, well, very loyal excited. customers. Very loyal. Very loyal customers. Oh, God. Well, I'm excited for tonight's episode. Shelby, you want to tell us about our guest tonight? I'm so excited about tonight's episode and even more excited because it's just like perfect with the theme of just the day in general because um happy birthday to my son travis this is his first birthday today oh happy birthday travis. so this time last year was a big day for myself and that's perfect because our guest tonight is right in line with this whole entire theme um we're gonna have dr jim thorpe on you guys he's from twc he's the maternal and prenatal specialist for the wellness company, but he's also been practicing in maternal and prenatal medicine for over 40 years. So he is just spectacular. So excited to see what he's got to say. Doctor, oh, here he is. Dr. Thorpe, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's an honor and a privilege, uh, Shelby and Scott and Zach. I Zach, you're, uh, we're not being recorded now, are we? Or are we? Yeah, we're, we're actually live. Yes. Oh, we're oh, we're live. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I don't, I won't, I won't say what I heard you guys talking about what you were doing in uh, Vancouver. Listen, There's, listen, uh, we're, 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 we're not on, we're not on any platforms that we can get censored on. And this <laughs> okay. is a late night comedy show. So you can say whatever you want. Be careful. Be careful <laughs> what you ask for. <laughs> uh, first things first here, Shelby. Uh, happy birthday to Travis. Thank you so much. Happy Thank birthday. you. Uh, he was my my third baby, and I, he actually had him at home, so quite different than my first two. But it was a uh, an experience I, I hope every person gets to have, and uh, I'm excited to hear all of your expertise in the baby world today. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's an honor and a privilege to be here, and I'm I'm so grateful to be able to spend my Friday evening with with all of you um, and to get the message out. So yeah, I'm, I'm Dr. Jim Thorpe. I'm a, I'm an old fart. I am 70 years old. I graduated wow. from medical school in 1979 at Wayne State University School of Medicine. Um, and uh, so I've been doing high risk obstetrics for over 44 years. I feel ancient. 
you all are like my grandkids' age, or my at least my kids. But, <laughs> um, but I wish I were as had the wisdom that you three have individually when I was your age. Um, but uh, you're definitely, um, from from what I can see and looking back at past episodes, you all are on the right track and on the right wavelength here. Thank you for for pronouncing the truth to the world. And uh, that's the only way we can save um, my pregnant women globally who have been attacked uh, voraciously. So, yeah. uh, you know, since, since we started out this topic about uh, uh, happy birthday to Travis, you know, um, and Shelby, since you opened this up with, with having, um, talking about that, I, I want to say that this is the greatest global uh, catastrophic clustered FUBAR in the history of medicine. Yeah. And, you know, Hansen's razor suggests that um, never attribute to evil what can be explained by stupidity. It's mm -hmm. kind of the corollary to Occam's razor, mm -hmm. Hansen's razor. And, you know, that's how I was until about, say, a year ago um, or 18 months ago when it became abundantly clear to me mm. that these people knew exactly, exactly what they were doing. And I, I want to, you know, as we go through this, uh, this fun time um, over the next hour, I, I want to share why I transitioned from staying in my lane, knowing and speaking only what I knew to be true with my own eyes. I've seen, you know, almost 28,000 patients just in the last, um, just in the last uh, four years, high risk OB. So, um, and, and I published over 70 articles just in the last three years, COVID related. Wow. Um, so, um, you know, I have my fingertips on the pulse of obstetrics globally. I've got Trojan horses on every continent feeding me information and I, I know what's going on. So mm. I look forward to, you know, previewing that just gives you a little snippet of kind of where I wanted to go and, but I don't want to do all the talking on the show. I know we have a lot of audience and anybody that, uh, wants to ask questions, I'd look forward to entertaining them. Oh, well, we, we so appreciate you being here and it's, it's an honor and a privilege for us. And, you know, you said that we could probably be your grand, uh, you know, children or grandchildren. And I wish I had um, a grandfather or father as cool as you. So, you know, I'm just, um, this is just a, you know, a blessing that we get to share this information because that's the opportunity that's come out of this evil is that, you know, we still get to awaken people to what has happened. And, you know, um, especially for, for us here at Injected, you know, uh, women was in, in menstruation and uh, how targeted the shots were, especially at, um, you know, just cycles or birth, uh, pregnancy in general, infants. Um, that was really the alarm bells for us. And, and so, you know, were you also seeing that shift in the spring of 21? What was the alarm bell for you when, when you started seeing this in the clinical field? Well, the, the alarm bell was not 2020. Um, now, clinically, I, I really didn't see any adverse outcomes 2020. 
um, with the COVID and all the deaths, all the adverse outcomes that I saw in my clinical practice started after the vaccine was rolled out. But I'll tell you where I really raised my um, eyebrows and, and really began. Of course, I had fear just like everybody else at the onset. I, I'm sure you all did. And this was, you know, the hype and, you know, event 201, you know, uh, you look back and that was so bloody stage. It's just programming, predictive programming, telling the e the evil enemies, telling us how they're going to torture us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the really ugly thing about this that, that was horrible is that as an obstetrician, an OBGYN doc practicing over the last 45 years, I prescribed hydroxychloroquine to many of my patients, pregnant and non-pregnant, um, and I would use it for the last four decades. I knew it was safe and I knew it was effective. And mm -hmm. because that was one of the drugs that was in my wheelhouse, why? Well, because uh, hydroxychloroquine has been used for the last half a century uh, in, in women um, or in men who, who have autoimmune disease. But mm -hmm. here's the deal about autoimmune disease and whether it's lupus or arth rheumatoid arthritis or Sjogren's syndrome, or there's hundreds of them. Um, by the way, probably the vast majority of which caused by vaccines, that's a separate story. Mm -hmm. But women uh, are um, outpace their age matched male cohorts anywhere from threefold to tenfold, depending on which autoimmune disease. So it's much more unusual in a man than it is a woman. So, in, and, and also uh, the women of reproductive age are the high risk age group for the symptoms of autoimmune disease starting. So I would always over the last half a century had a, a, a large number of women with autoimmune disease on hydroxychloroquine named Plaquenil. And we would treat 200 milligrams twice daily. And when those women got pregnant, we never took them off Plaquenil. Never. And it wasn't just Jim Thorpe. This is all the internal medicine docs, the, the uh, rheumatologists, the, um, the family practice docs. That, that was our protocol. Mm. And the trade name of, of hydroxychloroquine is, uh, it was made, it was Plaquenil. And so I was very knowledgeable about Plaquenil. I was very comfortable with the safety. Um, and, and, and by the way, um, when I started, I, I knew that in 2005, there was a publication on SARS-CoV-1, which it was extremely effective. So mm. uh, of course, it's going to be extremely effective with SARS-CoV-2. Mm. Uh, we, we knew that. I knew that. Everybody knew that. Um, and, and Trump knew that. He had stackpiled a massive amount. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, that was taken away from him. But here's the evil thing that was done. They knew that hydroxychloroquine was effective. They had to take it off the market illegally by falsely impugning it. Why? That's the only way they could put an illegal um, emergency authorization use law through. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. Because mm -hmm. EUA, you're not allowed to have any other alternatives. So, so they lied. You know, Fauci was well aware of that paper. In fact, it was funded allegedly through the NIAID, Fauci's organization. Allegedly, I can't, I can't confirm that. There you go. His uh, his wife's organization. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know, 
And then it's not, this wasn't Jim Thorpe's opinion. My wife is an attorney and she's also my best friend and soulmate and research partner. And she's, she's an attorney and, uh, um, and, and uh, she's on my research team here and at home in, in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Well, I said, you know, Maggie, I know that the CDC and the FDA were bragging about the safety of, of hydroxychloroquine in pregnancy. I know they did because they used it and pushed it in malaria for pregnant women and for children. I know mm-hmm. it was there, but I couldn't find it. So I put, you know, um, my my attorney bride on on the research test. She can't. She she found it. It was deleted from the website. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I have a picture of it. Maggie captured it. I, I can actually bring it up if if you want. To but yep. that's. Another one you were referencing, but it's just like, it's just one of many when you type it in, it's like, you know, this is something in the bank of, you know, medical knowledge that we have. These are things that we, you know, chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine for years past. It's like, we forgot all the science that we had achieved up until 2020 and it just all went out the window. So it's like, it's, it's, it's readily available. Crime against humanity. And and, you know, you think about it now, let's, let's just do a a 60,000 foot overview here. Let's, let's do some simple metrics that I can back up. Okay, so how many people died globally of COVID-19, allegedly, according to the Worldometer? Seven million. No. How many people were severely injured by it? At least three times that, if not five times that. Well, three times seven million is 21 million that were injured and another seven million that were killed by COVID. That's 28 million. That's not even the vaccine. Now you add the vaccine to that, which, by the way, never would have been rolled out uh, if it were a legal EUA. Never, 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 not with something as effective as hydroxychloroquine. The, 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 the vaccine has killed and injured far more than that. The, the injury ratio to death ratio is probably more like 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, on VAERS, it was like way higher than that. So, uh, you know, the, the COVID vaccine has a vaccine dose fatality rate. Um, you know, in the United States of America, it was about, uh, you know, it was about five per 10,000. But um, in, in other countries, like in India, it was almost one in 100. So, you know, we've killed with the vaccine, we've killed way more than uh, 7 million people globally, way more. And we've injured way more than 21 million. We're, we're looking at a mass genocide. There's, you, there, there's, there's nothing, it's irrefutable. Are you I can, concerned? I think the, a bit, I mean, because obviously, you know, taking care of pregnant mothers is very important, but the uh, a huge thing too is what the effects will be on the children when they're born or you could do is there an, an estimation of what those effects could be how concerned about it are you you know where do we stand on that matter yeah well i that's a that's a great question zach and that's the 64 million dollar question mm-hmm. you know we we simply don't know because there's no outcome studies you know this is such a horrible horrible blight on humanity and on science you know, if you can believe it, what's the first thing that an OBGYN doctor does if a drug's not in the wheelhouse, our, our wheelhouse of known safe drugs? First thing we'd go to, 
is reproductive toxicology studies. You know, there's hundreds of different bases for that. But, you know, uh, originally we would classify a drug as A, B, C, D, or X, right? And, and uh, X would be like category X, like thalidomide, mm-hmm. you know, or like okay. the abortion pill, RU486, mm-hmm. methapristone. Um, s- several other, uh, you know, alkylating chemotherapy, some ch- chemotherapy agents, not all of them. Many of them are safe in pregnancy. Um, but but we would immediately look at that. And, you know, an A would be totally safe. Uh, uh, category A is totally safe in pregnancy. Lots of human data, you know, um, no animal data suggesting reproductive toxicity. Um, but we would always, and then you have a B, where there's less human data, but the animal studies, and then you have a C where there might be some human studies and, and a D that looks bad. And I can go through all that crap, but the, the most important part of that is reproductive toxicology studies in, in, in animals. Uh, and, and that's an absolute must before you ever use a drug in pregnancy. Well, the reproductive toxicology studies were farmed out and, you know, I'm not making this up. They were all fabricated. I've looked at them. I've seen them. They were fabricated. You can talk to Dr. Sasha Latipova about that. Um, she's done, I've interviewed her. I've talked to her. I know her. Many people around the world have, have interviewed her. You know, the former CE, the former um, Pfizer executive that's on our side has says the same thing. There were horrible, horrible anomalies and deaths and outcomes in the animal studies, they were buried. Mm-hmm. So that's just part of the evidence. It's, it's so egregious. It's so horrible. I, I think the coup de grace really is Pfizer's own data themselves. So on February 28th, 2021, the mandatory post-market 12, uh, actually 12-week, 90-day rollout, mandatory clinical studies that yeah. Pfizer had were available, yeah. February 28, 2021. What do we know about it? Well, we know. I had the data. Everybody, uh, you know, it was leaked by a whistleblower not long after that. But what we know is that it was the deadliest drug ever rolled out to the public on page seven, and you know your audience could go to that. Uh, all they have to do is go to DuckDuckGo and put in Pfizer 5.3.6. Um, why don't you do that? Pfizer 5.3.6, and then space and put PHMPT. P is in Peter, H is in Harry, M as in Mary, P is in Peter, T. Uh, and, and you'll come right up to it and you'll pull that PDF and go to page 12, uh, seven of that page. You'll see, by the way, it wasn't 12 weeks because it, the, um, there it is. Go, go right there. Perfect. And which and page now, did you say? Go down to page seven. I love that you're talking about this right now because Dr. Thorpe, this is the exact paperwork that I read in the spring of 21 that finally, you know, when I said after reading this, that we need a place for people to go to find safe people. (laughs) It's so you had this, uh, Shelby, in spring. What month did you have it? I I discovered it in March of 21. So just about just a few weeks later. That's that's exactly when I got it. And try to look back in your email and see who sent it to you, because I got the same thing. But, you know, um, Shelby, 
you couldn't know for sure if that was fraudulent or it was real. Yeah. We, I did the sniff test on it. It was real. It's real to me. I knew it was real. And, and um, they tried to bury this. They tried to bury this for 75 years, mm -hmm. 75 years. They tried to bury this and hide this from the American, the global citizens. And if that's not bad enough, what they did was bury it. And then they rolled out with your tax dollars, a billion dollar, just one of many uh, uh, organizations that the governmental uh, organizations that they created. This one was called CCC, COVID-19 Community Corps. Uh, Mark, Deputy Secretary Mark Weber of HHS, he bragged about this, goes, we're going to roll it out and we're going to market it to the low-hanging fruit. And they've got 12 academic institutions that they own around the country. One of them's Harvard, Kaiser, one's in uh, Pennsylvania. There's, they're all over the, they own them. So, so what they did was they, they put this out and they, anybody that signed up as a community, uh, a fam, a, a founder of, of the CCC, a COVID-19 community core founding member, um, they were eligible to receive large amounts of monies. Yeah. And with a large amount of money, if they received it, they had to sign a covenant, an agreement, a legal contract, a legal contract, a cooperative care agreement that said, we will never deviate from the deadly narrative of, uh, we'll never do it. And you know, the reason why I know this is because I was vigorously attacking the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology mm. and, um, and, and, um, and the American College of OBGYN and the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine. Those are the three regulating bodies. But ACOG, okay, I blasted them. They knew they were dead wrong. I, they knew I was right. And by the way, they can't touch me. They, you know, I, I blasted them. I pelted them for the last three years. I, I've mocked them. I've challenged them. I've written them letters. Um, and and um, uh, Maggie and I were so convinced that that was signed that Maggie, my wife, uh, did a Freedom of Information Act and lo and behold, we put it in about a year ago, and earlier this year, I'll be danged. We got Maggie got fourteen hundred pages, hmm. fourteen hundred pages between a private non-governmental organization, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and HHS and CD. Fourteen hundred pages, wow. fifty percent of them or more were redacted. But what we found was yes. They signed a cooperative care agreement. And, and I just want to take a little bit of a time out here because I want to say they targeted my patients. They targeted women. Why? Yeah. Why did they do that? Two reasons. It's very simple. Deputy Secretary Mark Weber knew this. You want to influence women because women are the primary healthcare decision makers globally. It doesn't matter what country, what color your skin is, what your ideology is, what your political beliefs are, what your faith is, doesn't matter. Transcends all that. Women make all the healthcare decisions, even when they're married to a doctor, okay? 
<laughs> we don't, I don't make the healthcare decisions. My wife always has. And it's the same in every family. I'm sure you guys would probably shake your head. So that's number one reason why they attacked the American College. The American College of OBGYN forced 61,000 OBGYN doctors. They hoodwinked them, forced them, and threatened them into following that death narrative. And if they didn't, they were brutally attacked, brutally attacked. They would lose their job. They would lose their certifications. They would lose your, their licensures. So here, a, a woman, and God bless you, you know, you're smart enough, Shelby, to deliver your baby at home. By the way, my mother was a labor and delivery nurse, and she delivered me at home, too. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't turn out too bad, although some might argue that. <laughs> so my kids might argue that. But, uh, you know, I, I, my point is that, that, you know, they targeted women for this reason, and they targeted the American College of OBGYN. So the first reason, why did they target women? Women make all the healthcare decisions. Hmm. Number two, what's the second reason they targeted pregnant women? Easy schmeasy. If they can send out uh, psychological operations, disinformation campaign, fifth generation warfare, demanding, pushing, pressing on the whole world that it's safe, effective, and necessary in pregnant women, every human on the earth should be vaccinated because pregnant women represent the most vulnerable population. Mm -hmm. Those two reasons. Number one, women make all the healthcare decisions. Number two, if they practice, if they capture pregnant women and OBGYN docs, every person on the planet should have the vaccine. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's maddening. It's so crazy. Go ahead, Shelby. What do you think is the most harmful part of the vaccine? Is it the mRNA? Is it the spike protein? Which part is, is attacking uh, with the most fatality or the most. Lipid nanoparticles. Nanoparticle. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, we, we, it, it's all of the above. I mean, definitely the spike protein is an a, extraordinarily dangerous bioweapon. It's a horrible bioweapon. It was developed for that. Um, but you, you, have the, um, you have the lipid nanoparticles, which is a very, very small particle that's been used for uh, two decades now. And it was developed across every, every man God made barrier in the body. Um, so they are anywhere in the range from 10 nanometers to hundred nanometers, very, very tiny. They're, they're covered in a, like a balloon, uh, a sphere of lipid fat. So on the outside is this man-made fat layer, um, if you will. And then inside this, my, my fist here, this small sphere, uh, would be the Trojan horse, the cargo, the man-made MRNA. Now, um, what's toxic about that? There's multiple toxic components in the man-made lipid, uh, the, the, the wall that you're seeing, my fingers that are covering, <clears throat> that make up the outside layer of the lipid nanoparticle. Um, listen, it has antifreeze in it. It's got petroleum products in it that are unnatural, antifreeze. Uh, uh, it's got um, cationic lipids in it. These are all extremely dangerous. Uh, and then you have the, the man-made mRNA that codes for about 28 proteins, one of which, which is a spike protein. So um, it's, it's extraordinarily dangerous. Now, we were told that they got injected in the arm and it stayed in the arm. That was a fib and they knew mm -hmm. it. it. It's within hours, it's released in the blood and that lipid nanoparticle 
then delivers the toxic mRNA to every cell in the body. It breaches, it goes right through the blood-brain barrier. Mm -hmm. It goes through the blood-ovarian barrier in Mm -hmm. my uh, women of of reproductive age and in my fetus women preborns, my female preborns. It goes right to their ovaries. Uh, and yeah. and it, it crosses the placenta and it crosses in the fetus. It goes right to the fetal brain, right to the fetal testis, the fetal ovaries. So what part of it is most um, toxic? There's so many components that are mm-hmm. toxic. Um, it, it's also important to recognize that, that, you know, it's the most inflammatory substance ever known to man, ever used. And, and anybody that's had an injection, I've been saying that now for three years. Nobody has ever challenged me on that because everybody that's taken the vaccine knows it's the most inflammatory substance. What have we known for uh, half a century in obstetrics? You never, ever use an inflammatory substance. Inflammation kills pregnancies. You know, Dr. Robert Romero, 10 years my senior, has spent his whole career proving that. So I I can't answer your question, what's the most toxic, Mm -hmm. but it affects every single organ system. I suspect that the spike protein is is certainly part of, um, but also understand that now that lipid nanoparticle, it goes into the cell. It's repackaged in its own, what we call lysosome. It's now it's a natural, a man-made God-made lipid that covers the MRNA. And then, to try to flush it down the toilet and excrete it, the cells package it and push it out the cells. So it's pushed out into the bloodstream again in a God-made, in a man, in a God-made natural lipid lysosome or exosome. And then it is goes to, distributes to every cell again, including all of your glands that secrete fluids. It goes to the, you know, it goes to, that goes to the testes, that goes to the ovaries, that goes to the thyroid, that goes to your salivary glands so that you excrete the mRNA. It goes to your glands in your nose, your your tear duct glands, it goes to your kidneys, it goes to your cervical secretions, goes to your vaginal secretions, it goes to your menstrual secretions, it goes to semen, it goes everywhere, it goes to sweat, and it's excreted. So, so it's, it's, and, and then in the breast milk, it's excreted. There's now two studies. It's excreted in breast milk. It's absorbed intact to the baby. So yeah. it's, it's a, it's a horrible, horrible, what's going to happen. Um, could this end humanity? I mean, it could, does it change the DNA? Yes, it does. It's been shown in vivo. You know, it's been shown, it was uh, shown, in a study, um, you know, initially two years ago, almost two years ago now, that the study that there's an enzyme that can take mRNA to DNA, and then it gets it permanently incorporated into the DNA. And if those are regular cells, every time there's a cell division, that DNA gets copied into the progeny. If it goes mm-hmm. to a germ cell, sperm, the, it goes to the ovary, which, which it does, and this uh, testes, then every sperm will have that incorporated into its DNA. And, you know, this is a really serious thing. Uh, my um, pre-born girls, you know, uh, 
women are the rate limiting step to humanity. It's not men. Okay. It's not men. It's women. Female fetuses only have a million ova, a million eggs, and they immediately start dying off after birth. Programmed cell die off. So by the time they reach puberty and start ovulating, they have much fewer. And that's a natural process of cell death called apoptosis. Uh, so there's precious cargo. So when those lipid nanoparticles and those lysosome mRNA, when they concentrate in the testes, which they do in animals, Pfizer knew they're, they're concentrated at a level of 120 times the tissue levels in the ovaries that house all those precious ova, eggs, human eggs, the two ovaries, concentrated 118-fold concentration in just 48 hours. They had to hurry up and kill those animals, those rats, because the slope of that concentration gradient was like this. Had they waited, you know, 96 hours, you know, it might have been up to 1,000. What's my point? It's killing off ova in utero before the baby's even born. And it's uh, causing striking male and female infertility. Listen, birth rates are down all over the world, every single country. And they're down not just one standard deviation, but multiple standard deviations, which is a death knell. Um, so it's a, it's a horrible situation. And the people keep dying. Even the people that got only the two shots in, from 2021 are still dying off. They're dying of all different kinds of diseases, cardiovascular disease, uh, uh, cancers, turbo cancers. Um, now we see that, that it's contaminated uh, at least 35 or 40% of those vials are contaminated with plasmid DNA, the circular plasmid DNA of the bacteria, of the E. coli, which have a cancer-promoting gene uh, in them. It's a viral uh, SV40. Simian virus, kind of like a, a polio virus mock-up. It's very cancer-producing. It's got cancer promoters in there. And this is why everybody's dying of turbo cancers. It's, mm -hmm. it's a horrible situation. You've got myocarditis, sudden death. You've got uh, diseases of every single organ system that are going to be killing these people for the rest of their lives. You know, so when the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, dude. Go uh, ahead. I was say, so what you're saying, when, when a cell is... Uh, infiltrated by mRNA and then it replicates is does that have the like the same amount of mRNA in that or does it have less or more like when cells are replicating and cells are dying off and new ones are coming about like how is is it transferred just tit for tat or is it worse better what what's happening there yeah well usually uh, let's let's just go in real simple biology 101 here we have double-stranded, you know, each of you have 46 chromosomes. You inherited 23 from your father's sperm, and you inherited 23 from your mother's egg, okay? It's the sperm that determines sex. Uh, all the eggs are, are 22X. In other words, they have 22 in the X chromosome. All the sperm are either 22Y or 22X. So, um, you have two strands of DNA, all right? Um, and what happens is that that chromosome unravels, it separates, and when a cell divides, what will happen is that the DNA will replicate 
that to the progeny, it'll break in half and then replicate and make two cells. If that uh, DNA that was the man-made DNA from the RNA is in there, that too will separate. Now, when, when the DNA is functioning biologically to make proteins, it also unravels, okay? And then there's an enzyme called uh, DNA transcriptase, which will, uh, which will convert the DNA into RNA. God made RNA to last only minutes or hours, not days. It's very short-lived. So that strand of RNA is then goes out from the nucleus into the cytoplasm, into the plant called the ribosome. That Then the ribosome will be translated by several proteins that create a protein based upon the base sequence in that RNA. So you got the, the translation, the transcription process from DNA to uh, mRNA, and then you got the translation process from RNA to the protein. Now, there's, a, there's, a, there's an enzyme called reverse transcriptase to your question, Zach, is that mRNA uh, can also make DNA. It goes the other way around and it can be reverse transcribed into DNA. And that DNA then gets incorporated into the cells, whether it's what we call the somatic cells that have, that have you know, the 46 chromosomes or the germ cells in the, the sperm and the eggs that have 23 chromosomes. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but the, the sequence of the mRNA is enough to code for about, um, I forget the exact, I, I wanna say there's like 80,000 base pairs or something it's enough to code for about 27 proteins. Uh, and one of those proteins is the spike protein. So basically every, and that spike protein is extraordinarily toxic and inflammatory um, to every single cell in the body. And especially to the cells that line all the blood vessels called the endothelial cells. It's just a killer because it goes to that endothelial cell. It causes inflammation. It causes uh, blood clotting and uh, all kinds of diseases and death. You know, it's interesting. I saw a study where um, they were looking at mice where they, they saw the, the, whatever they called it, the immune, the immunity was passed on to multiple generations of, of mice, like down to like four generations, which basically implies that, you know, it does get into your DNA and it creates something that does get passed on to the offspring. And they were arguing, Hey, this is a great thing. This is a great thing. And then we're like, no, this is like changing your DNA and being passed down to, you know, further generations. So, I'm curious. So have you seen like the spike protein causing birth defects? Yeah. Have you seen any sort of, uh, issues? Abs absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah. In, in the study that we published, um, and, and also, uh, you know, I, I have lots of studies and I, I have lots of whistleblowers and I have lots of data from all amazing. The world. It's incontrovertible. I, I have large, I can't say too much here, but I have, extraordinarily large national databases from, uh, You're from millions and millions <laughs> and millions of deliveries. And, and mm -hmm. I've, I've analyzed them and uh, mm -hmm. there, there's no question that it increases birth defects. Um, in our study from the government's own data that we published in the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons with um, Claire Price, my second author and uh, Stuart Tankersley and uh, Megan Redshaw and, and Albert Benavides, um, Stuart Tankersley and, and Peter McCullough. He was the last author. Um, we published that, I think, in March. And using the government's own data, we saw a 
drastic increase in birth defects from uh, CDC um, vaccine adverse event reporting system. There's no question. I've seen it all over uh, in my clinical practice. Um, I see it on this database that I, I'm, I, I've been looking at. So uh, there's no question that causes birth defects. It causes all kinds of devastating complications. It causes premature birth. It causes miscarriage. It causes fetal death. It causes severe birth defects. It causes uh, blood clot and stroke in utero. It causes uh, blood clot and infarction, uh, stroke of the placenta, if you will. Uh, it causes cardiac arrest, uh, fetal cardiac arrhythmias, exactly the same in adults or in children. It causes a plus, horrible placental abnormalities. Horrible, mm. horrible. Placentas like I've never seen before. Really? Horrible. Um, What's and, the, what is different about them? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, what is just the, the striking difference? I mean, I can show you pictures if you yeah. want, but uh, yeah, you want to see some pictures? You can, yeah. If you hit the present button at the bottom middle there, you can share your screen if you like. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, uh, I won't blow too much of your time here, but um, uh, let's see if I can. Well, this will be nice. The next generation will have the life expectancy of medieval times. Uh, Do you you think that the exposure is, uh, you know, just as significant for these birth defects from just shedding as compared to having the actual vaccine? Boy, that's a, another brilliant question. And you asked me, what's causing the birth defects? What's causing the death? Uh, we, I don't know that. I, 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 is it the inflammation? Is it the mRNA? Is mm-hmm. it the spike protein? Is it one of the other proteins? There, there's another protein that's coded for called syncytin. Syncytin. Mm-hmm. S-Y-N-C. I remember hearing about that right in the very beginning of this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, syncytin <laughs> is crucial. For the developing pregnancy, it's crucial. It causes a development of the placenta, mm-hmm. and um, you know, if 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 you recall, uh, what happens is that well, let's go back to what the drug companies did, and this has been documented in the documentary by uh, Bobby Kennedy and and by um, Andy Wakefield, that uh, infertility uh, uh, African documentary. What the drug companies did was sterilize numbers of generations by by putting in making a vaccine for infertility and they falsely pushed it in all these young beautiful black african women and sterilized them for life many probably millions and so what they did was they they fused the uh, a protein that's crucial for pregnancy called human chorionic gonadotropin that's a pregnancy hormone that does a pregnancy test and they put it covalently bonded it to the vaccine antigen, the pertussis antigen in DTaP. Um, and, and then when you inject that in the girls, they develop an autoimmune reaction to HCG. So whenever they get pregnant, they lose it. They lose their babies. Hmm. Now think about syncytin. What they've done now is now it's possible. I'm not saying that this is gospel. I, I don't, I can't prove this. But what they've done is about five generations beyond that. Now what they did was they coded for a protein that was very similar to syncytin in mRNA. And then the mRNA gets transcribed, reverse transcribed, incorporated into DNA. And that DNA makes the protein that's not quite the same as syncytin, but it's close enough 
that it causes an autoimmune disease. And that antibodies then start attacking syncytin. So you see how it's the, the attack has become uh, generations more complex and more cruel and more devised, um, mm-hmm. if in fact that's the case. So instead of bonding the HCG like they did decades ago, now they're much more sophisticated if, if that's actually the mechanism. That might be the mechanism uh, in which the severe menstrual abnormalities are, are occurring. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we have Unjected. We have Unjected, a beautiful place, a beautiful platform where you can meet other unvaccinated, like-minded people and have a bunch of unvaccinated babies. This is truly the the repopulation agenda. The repopulation agenda, the reproduction. We can just not smoke and drink during the pregnancies, ladies. We're doing well. We're doing good. Exactly. Exactly. So, Doctor Thorpe, what are some solutions? Like, what are some things that, like, like pregnant, pregnant women, women that are pregnant now? Who let's say they haven't taken the shot, of course, and but but still, you know, around the discussion of the shedding exposure to other people who may have taken a shot, is there anything preventative they can do? Is there any like, yes. sort of regimen they could get on? Or if there's people yes. listening that have taken the shot that are pregnant, like what would be your uh, yes. answer to that? Yes, there is. I, I want you to be hopeful. Uh, the first thing is don't ever take number one. Don't trust your doctor. Um, you know, when you seeking out a doctor, the first thing you say is ask them what their views are on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And if, if they are speak positive, get the hell out of fire. Run. That doctor goes Run. Run. But, but all the healthcare systems and the hospital systems have signed these contracts too. I was just fired from that job that I told you that I've seen, you know, almost, uh, you know, 28,000 patients, the number one producer for the sisters of St. Mary's healthcare system in St. Louis, one of the largest healthcare systems in the country. Uh, they took, uh, they're about a $10 billion company. I was their number one producer, the most experienced by far and away. I outperformed all of the other partners, many of them put together. Some of the junior partners didn't build, you know, one fifth of what I did. The only person that came anywhere close to me, I outperformed him over twofold. So I was a huge moneymaker for them. Um, and, and um, but, you know, after being on Tucker Carlson and after being in the United States Senate, um, I got a call earlier this summer from the CEO. Uh, my wife witnessed the call who praised me for my outstanding behavior uh, performance, called me a model physician, highly loved, ethical and moral integrity beyond reproach, blew all that smoke up at me for 30 minutes and said, well, we had to make it an unfortunate decision to terminate you um, for no cause. Well, you know, they took Maggie discovered that they took $306.9 million and signed the ex- probably the, I don't have proof. We don't have FOIA, but I'm sure they signed the exact same uh, covenant, uh, the cooperative care agreement. So they had to terminate me because just like Tucker Carlson, I was Tucker Carlsonized. He was the number one moneymaker. And by the way, he's probably the one that got me fired. Being Tucker, Carl- Tucker Carlson was Dr. Thorpeized. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah. Come laughs> he got you canceled. <laughs> he, he got me. He got me fired. Um, but they were not happy to do that because mm. I was loved, uh, and and I loved them, and and they tried to buy me off with a massive amount of money, and I said, uh, no, uh-uh. God has given me. Yeah, we're Maggie and I are having some cash flow problems, but I don't care about. I don't give a shit about that. I, I care about 
my covenant that I've made to God, mm-hmm. my covenant to my wife, my covenant to the Constitution as a military officer, but more importantly, the covenant to my patients. My mm-hmm. relationship with my patients is sacred. It goes above everything. I meet my patients where they're at. I serve them. That's my ethical obligation. And the hideous thing that these people did to contaminate that relationship is is just egregious. It's it's absolutely egregious. So what can women do? Be aware. Don't trust the hospital system. Get the hell out of your hospital system. Leave it. Come over to the wellness company. Listen, the wellness company, you know, Foster Colson, who's the founder, Foster Colson, Peter Gillily, who is a chief executive officer. I know these people. They're my family. Peter Mm -hmm. McCulloch, you know, Paul Alexander, um, you know, Harvey Reich. These are these are superstars. These people don't care about money. We're not in it for profit. We're in it to take care of our patients. We're in it to take care of the future generations. We're in it to change medicine back to the way it should be. Get the hell out of these corrupt healthcare systems. We at the Wellness Center will never, ever, ever forsake our patients and our covenant with our patients. Never. We will never take the dirty blood money from our government to kill our patients like all the other hospitals are doing. We won't do it. We won't do that. So we do uh, produce a lot of products that, that we have uh, scientific evidence uh, behind and we stand behind um, that are natural and repurposed medications. And so, yeah, um, the, the shedding issue is real. Um, we, I've published, as I mentioned extensively, you know, over the last three years, one of the new papers that were, should be published next month is a follow-up to the My Cycle story. Tiffany yes. Parato yes. Um, was, was a first author and a close, a dear friend. And by the way, uh, Tiffany's now my partner uh, in the wellness company. She's the chief marketing officer. You didn't show her picture on there. See if you see if you can find her picture on there. Oh yeah, love Tiffany. Yeah. Tiffany was one of our um, really early inspirations too. Actually, oh. uh, after reading the clinical trials from Pfizer, oh. and then yeah, oh. Tiffany's work oh. that she did. Oh. Oh. I, I love Tiffany, man. I I've been in the research group with her for two years, and I've been kind of I knew she was going to be a rock star, mm-hmm. uh, and and so. She published, she was the first author, I, I don't know, I was a second author maybe on that paper um, last March that talked about the menstrual abnormalities, but the second paper is soon to be published. And in this paper, um, uh, let's see, Sue Peters, who's a PhD with uh, in Bobby's organization, uh, she'll be, uh, I want, uh, hopefully she'll first, she is first author, and I'm, I don't know, second or third author, um, but this will be published next month, I believe. This paper is crucial. This paper proves shedding. Mm. So it's very serious. And and to your guys, all of you had questions about shedding. One of you asked, I, I believe that it was Zach asked earlier, well, can the shedding cause these birth defects? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that the shedding could possibly cause, it definitely causes the menstrual abnormalities. Can it cause problems to newborns? Um, can it cause problems to preborns? Can it cause problems with pregnancy? I'm afraid the potential is there. Something is being shed. We don't know exactly what it is. But, you know, the formulation that we have devised uh, at the wellness company 
called the the spike uh, supplement and pull that up if you can for your audience you know this is uh this is extremely important what there is hope um there's a spike support and if you go down there you can look in the ingredients and one of them they're all extremely important ingredients but if you look at natokinase you know um you know you should, i would probably take a couple of those uh um twice a day you know you can take one to two twice a day but the it um the natokinase is extraordinarily important it acts as a it will actually break down the blood clots that are not able to be broken down by standard anticoagulants mm -hmm. um natto is a soybean a natural soybean uh fermenting it's been used in japan for 20 years the standard anticoagulants like heparin, uh, low molecular weight heparins like Lovenox, Enoxaparin, Fragment, and others, um, Eliquis, the new oral ones, they don't treat these blood clots. These, these pandemic blood clots are totally different. These are proteinaceous blood clots, and the, uh, the standard anticoagulants do not work. But the natokinase appears to work. Um, there was just a study published by Chen and colleagues from South Korea. Um, and Chen and colleagues had almost a thousand patients showing that it's extraordinarily effective in, um, in removing not, not only the blood clot, but the plaque that develops inside the blood vessels that will cause these problems in the blood clots. So, and then there's dandelion extract um, and, and there's several other ingredients in there they're all safe. Now, unfortunately, I don't feel comfortable with my pregnant women taking the natokinase mm -hmm. yet. Um, and, and, and I don't want them uh, taking that. It, it, it may be safe, but I, I, there are some studies that, that make me a little bit concerned because it's a, it's a relatively small molecule. It can cross a placenta and it could potentially cause some bleeding problems in, in, mm -hmm. in the baby, uh, in the womb or during the birthing process or after birth. So I, I don't want my pregnant women, you know, if they get pregnant on it, I don't think it's a big deal, but I don't want them. Then there's a kid supplement. Now that has a different, uh, that has a different, that doesn't, uh, doesn't that have the natokinase in it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. got bromelain, cool. but the same with bromelain. So I, I, my preference would be to not use the child uh, spike support or the adult spike support in pregnancy. But, okay. but, but be, you know, we are developing a formulation. We are developing a formulation that oh. will be safe for pregnancy. But here's the, here's the deal with a pregnant woman. If you've taken the vaccine and you want to get pregnant again, I want you to get pregnant again. Okay. We, we, what you need to do is I want you to take, uh, I want you to take the spike support. Then I want you to take, if you're having symptoms, um, I think you should be on uh, at least a prophylactic or maybe a, a therapeutic dose of hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin mm -hmm. for a while. Um, Which you can get at the wellness company, by the way. That's yes, right. you can. That's you get. There you go. Yes, you can. And and then um, you, you can, I also want you to be on high doses of vitamin D3K2. Um, and um, I, I prefer the formulation I use a formulation that is it's a little bit more expensive uh, and, and maybe you could pull it up. If you go to Amazon and pull it up, it's a vitamin D3 K2 cream um, mm -hmm. and, and it's absorbed much better. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the stuff that you take orally 
it, it's not absorbed very well. It gets a first pass through the liver since it's absorbed through the gut. And, you know, a lot of patients just don't get these levels up. There it is right there. Um, the, uh, let's see. It's a um, maximum strength. Yeah, you can get the 10,000 units right here. On the, the left? On the left. The, there you go. It's a, it's a cream. And you put that cream, one pump is 10,000 units. And what I want you to do, um, my women that want to get pregnant and my men, uh, we're, we're also developing uh, and we're in the process of it, a formulation of men and women uh, infertility or wanting to get pregnant for both a man and a woman, a formulation. But, but uh, and we'll be out with that soon. Um, but uh, w w I want you to take the vitamin D3 and I want you to get labs. I want you to get a vitamin D level. I want you to, you can't just dose because I'm going to, I want you to take maximum doses and I want you to push that vitamin D level up to the maximum. Like, mm. you know, usually depending on the lab, it's either 60, 70 or 80, whichever one of those it is. I want you up close to that top. I don't want you in the middle. I want you to close the top. Vitamin D is the most important. Uh, it's, it's the orchestrator of the entire immune system. That's the most important. So um, I, I want you to do that. That will help repair your immune system. That probably regulates hundreds of genes that need to be repaired that have been damaged by the vaccine. So the mm -hmm. vitamin D3K2 cream, push mm -hmm. that. I want you to take iodine. Um, there's an iodine. If you go up uh, back on that Amazon and pull up uh, iodine um, formulations, there's one that I vetted that, that I think is very safe. And you take the iodine drops and put two drops in a shallow glass of water a day and swish it around and down the hatch, swish it around your mouth um, and um, put in, uh, let's see, I, I don't see the one I'm looking for. Keep scrolling. What about InfoWarsStore.com? They've got some good iodine. There you go. Oh, there it is. That's J. Crows is what I yeah. vetted. There you go. J. Crows. And it's very cheap. And uh, you know, and you can even make your own formulation and put it in water and, you know, you can um, drink two drops because iodine is extraordinarily important for mm -hmm. your immune system. Then also, uh, so we got vitamin D, we got the iodine, why don't you take a couple of grams of vitamin C a day, uh, and then, you know, also uh, zinc, a preparation of zinc, just take a preparation that doesn't bother your tummy. That, in addition to the um, if you have symptoms, whether it's menstrual irregularities or you're having any issues of symptoms that you think that are related to the vaccine that are a new and onset, the, the man or the woman, I, I, I would like you to be on a prophylactic or a therapeutic course of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Um, and, and then the spike support and then a tincture of time. And, and we're going we're going to get you through a pregnancy and we're going to have a beautiful baby. Mm. That's amazing. Nice. Amazing. That's amazing. Mm. Wow. Well, I, you know, it's funny, Dr. Thorpe, I have like all these studies pulled up here. I was going to pick your brain about, it. I've got all these things I was going to get into, but we're kind of running at the top of the hour here. And it's like, like, Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to get into it with you here. But we uh, were just blowing we're, we're at the money. top of the hour already. Holy. Yeah. We're, I we're, know. You know, it's, I wonder, and I don't know if this is ever, there's anything that points to this, but I wonder if this will have any, effect on like children's IQ or like brain development. Mm. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, all of it. I mean, yeah. you, you hear a lot of the neurological impact for sure for adults and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I think absolutely it does. You know, when, you, you know, when you, when you have the, um, gosh, when, when you have that uh, lipid nanoparticles going to the brain and the spike protein going to the brain and, you know, having, uh, it's going to cause disease, death and destruction in, in, in every organ system there is, mm. um, yeah. unfortunately. For the new formulation that's going to be coming for pregnant women, do we have any inkling or hint at when this might be? Um, uh, God willing, uh, we have, um, as, and I don't, a, a lot of the stuff is proprietary, so I can't speak, but mm -hmm. just keep your eyes open. We're okay. rolling out some incredible stuff for uh, couples getting pregnant and also for pregnant women. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I, I, I can't speak to that, but it's really exciting to me. And, you know, Foster and Peter Gillilee and uh, Dr. McCullough, I call him general. I call uh, Peter McCullough, I call him the general. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Was... I'm going to have to adopt that. <laughs> yeah, I call him the general. You know, I think he likes it, but he, uh, you know, <laughs> the reason why I call him the general is because really, um, you know, he laments because he never had an appointment, uh, never got, had the opportunity to serve in the military like like I did. And uh, mm -hmm. when I heard him say that, I said, you know, Peter, I said, what are you kidding? You're a five star general. You're the commander in chief of the global medical freedom force. You're my general. I'm your, lo I'm your lieutenant. I even made a coffee mug with you. I love with that. that. Five stars. There, I, I've sent them all over. There's people, you know, over in Europe have them. And That's they, awesome. But he is literally, he is the one human being in the world who is most qualified to lead us out of this catastrophic, colossal cluster foobar. Um, it, it's horrible. I have this picture of, of the placenta. Let me just show okay, that. You got it. Have time. It's, yep. It's, um, I want to show you some things on here. Present. Uh, and let me put that presentation. Well, I feel so grateful for the whole, the whole wellness company that yeah. has come together to bring physicians like you, like Dr. McCullough, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Foster and Peter, I've gotten to know them, uh, over the course of this year. And, uh, oh, do you, have you met them? Well, they, they're partners with us at Injected. Yep, they're they're partners. Oh, wow. yeah. Injected yeah. is part of the of the wellness company family. So there. Yeah, go. we're we're a part of the family, and I and everything you're saying is a hundred percent true. Like you know, they put patients first, they put people first, and so. Um, and, and, and you know when you know Foster and Peter, you know I I love those guys. I mean I love Peter. Uh, you know Chris Barron is a chief counsel. I, mm -hmm. I they're all my family. Um, and, and Peter mm -hmm. Gillilee, uh is actually coming to, oh, and I'll advertise this. Taryn Gregson's We We the Patriots oh. USA have that movie mm -hmm. uh, shot dead and it's yes. premiering November 9th. And please come get your tickets. The tickets are on sale. It's November 9th. I'm going to be there. Where can God I get willing. tickets for this? Where, where is this? I'm not aware of this. Yeah, go to um, go to Taryn Gregson. We the okay. Patriots USA. Yeah, I know we the Patriots. Shout out to Brian Festa. He's a he's yeah. A, he's actually, a, just met with Taryn not too long ago. That's wonderful. She was telling me all about that movie. And uh, Dr. McCullough's in it. Uh, okay, I'm cool. in it. Uh, Ryan Cole's in it. And oh, unfortunately, amazing. Peter McCullough and uh, Maha, his beautiful wife, are uh, have another commitment. But Maggie and I will be there. And God willing, Ryan and his beautiful wife will be there. But most importantly, we're there to honor 
the Vax injured, you know, the Martins are going to be there, Mr. and Mrs. Martin and their beautiful daughter, Trista, that was killed by the vaccine. Um, you know, it's her birthday, uh, mm. uh, uh, birthday or death date. Mm. Horrible story. I met them. Um, but, you know, Peter Gillily. Okay. I mean, like the guy's not busy. He's flying out there to be with the vaccine injured. Oh, that tells you where his heart's at. Yeah. Can you guys see the placentas here? Yep, it's yeah. on the screen. Describe what we're seeing here. Okay, so I turn my head. So these are three different um, patients, actually. Um, but this is a very ugly placenta. What you're seeing here, are you're seeing? Um, can you see my my yeah, pointer? It's, it's small, mm -hmm. but we, it's okay. visible. Yeah. You see um, uh, some dense calcifications is one of the hallmarks. You see mm -hmm. all these micro calcifications all over. Now you see this area here mm -hmm. that is actually a, a blood clot infarct of the placenta. It's a placental oh. infarct, yeah. um, you, a lot of them. And that's caused by the blood clot. And oh. then you'll see a, a lot of what we call lacunae um, and then, uh, or, or lakes. And then you'll also see lacunae. And, and I won't go into those three different things, but it's, you got placental lakes placental infarcts, placental lacunae, and placental calcifications. Um, these are very abnormal placentas. And, you know, I have several Trojan horse sonographers um, all over, and, and um, they feed me just, they've seen experienced sonographers know what's going on. And, wow. you know, they tell their doctors, and their doctors just have to shut them down because the doctors, you know, they're all captured. Um, and, and that's why there's so few OBGYNs that are speaking out. Um, when a, um, so these placenta, a, a healthy placenta is not, it doesn't have like those, like they look very, um, for lack of a better term, they look like there's a lot of like peaks and valleys, like a lot of texture to it. Is it, is a healthy placenta look smoother? Is that what? Yes. A, a okay. healthy placenta. And I could probably pull one up on the internet or maybe you guys could. And yeah, um, and I can show you what a healthy placenta looks like. It's but it's very homogenous, and you won't you won't see all those abnormalities. But this is why the this is why the babies die. This is why the babies don't grow. Um, part of the reasons, um, and this is why the babies uh, don't do well. The placentas um, look like Edward James almost cheeks, <laughs> just deep. It's like scarring. Oh, <laughs> it's scarring. It looks. That's what it looks like. That's what it is. Actually, wow. that's a really good description, Zach. That's exactly what it is. Hmm. There you go. Here's a. There it is. You see that placenta? Yeah. See, see the difference? It's oh. lost. It. There it is. There's a beautiful placenta. You know, mm -hmm. you have a few tiny lakes there. A few of the dark areas. You'll have an occasional calcification. Um, but nothing like in the other picture. Wow. Wow. That's shocking. Wow. That wow. really is really shocking. Wow. Will you guys come come down and, and I want to meet you. Was that November 9th, he said? Yeah, November 9th. November 9th. Okay. I want a hug from all you guys. Man. Okay. <laughs> well, it's definitely in the works. If I can make it for Maui, yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, where, tell everybody where it's at. It is... Um, it is in Tulsa, Oklahoma okay. on November. There it is right there. So this is um, we, the Patriots, USA.org. This is Brian Festa, uh, uh, Taryn Gregson, all the work yeah. they're doing. And then they have the shot dead movie, uh, shot dead.org. And then um, there you go. Buy your yep. tickets. Cool. Very cool. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, I've been following Brian's work for a long for years now, and I'm really I love all the work that they're doing over there. At we the Patriots, and I'm a monthly donor to them and everything. So it's like it's really cool that the, they're really doing some awesome work over there. So that's really cool. No, I don't know yeah. Brian. I look forward to meeting him. Yeah, he's like the founder of We the Patriots. Yeah, um, yeah. I know Taryn. Uh, Taryn, yeah, because thieves. She's yeah, a, that's great. You know, she she used to live over here in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. My, uh, we actually, you know, we shot the. Uh, um, you know, she's a golfer and her husband's a professional golfer. I, I, Mitch, and uh, I met them and their kids and they're just really beautiful people and a beautiful family, but we didn't have a place to shoot, um, to film. Um, so I, uh, my, my daughter, uh, Jenna Alexander lives in, uh, in St. Augustine. So my grandkids are there and she's a pretty famous artist. So I conned her into letting us film in her studio. So we cool. filmed it for like four or five hours in my daughter's studio. So it was awesome. really, really precious. Oh, so you get to see her work too. How nice. That's great. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. I really look forward to seeing it. Even just the trailer, I was just falling. So I'm sure it will be a quite um, intense, but it's so needed. It's so needed. Yeah. It's just, it's just as needed like as Vaxxed was just to wake the people up. Yep. Absolutely. Now, um, where, if I may ask, or you may not want to disclose this, but where are you all located? I, I knew Zach is up in Vancouver doing his uh, shady business up there that he was talking about. No, D.C. No, D.C. <laughs> Washington, Washington oh, D.C. Oh, Washington. Yeah, see, oh. that's why it makes the joke even funnier. The, the, wow. the, the oh, sex trafficking he was, capital. He was doing his sex trafficking up there in, with in the, Washington, yeah, in the swamp. Okay. Yes, not, that's where, uh, that's where I was all the doing. I was doing are. business, doctor. I was doing, <laughs> I was doing very important business yes. with the upper echelons of society podesta and, and yep. correct See, you right. know you know what's up you know what's yes. up. You, you've read the wikileaks documents you know what's going on <laughs> yeah that's awesome i was selling my art to podesta that's what i was <laughs> yeah <doing. laughs> there you go nice well, i'm over I, in maui oh no go ahead yeah shelby's in maui i'm in nashville in nashville yeah. Tennessee. You're in, wait you're in maui hawaii yeah where the fires just happened oh my gosh yeah what's your really take crazy. on the fires well, well, you can read all. You about have four it. hours. Yeah, yeah two, exactly. uh, ten weeks. I, you know, we have a huge take on it. Actually, to the point where I just actually co-authored a book with a fellow friend, Stephanie Perucci, and she's a wonderful author uh, and publisher. But it's going to be called "Burn Back Better." I actually have my manuscript right here. Oh my but, gosh. Um, Shelby, you're absolutely not going to believe this. I actually pulled this. Website. Is it censored again? I, I pulled this website up earlier today. <laughs> Okay, because I was showing it to somebody else, and the link worked earlier Bezos today. doesn't like but us. Every Friday night for the last three weeks, we went to promote this book, and every time we do it, it pops up <laughs> as it's been taken down every single time. Every Friday night. This is oh amazing. That We're is gonna so crazy. We're going to have to mash this into a clip. But text you know, Stephanie. I, text Stephanie. Stephanie, what's going on? I I really uh, do think it was deliberate, Doctor Thorpe, and so that's you know we was, we wrote a lot about it. We tried to keep it objective, but. Do you know uh, Peter McCullough's writing partner, um, John, John Leak? Leak yeah. Uh, did, yeah, he went over there, and you know he's a really knowledgeable gent yeah. and author. Did, have you met him? Yeah, we actually connected just a couple days after the fire. His brother lives right down the road from me, and uh, you know we all sat down and, and had a powwow about it. And and yeah, sure enough, we you know most of the citizens here we all feel, uh, you know, that it was directed it, energy weapons yeah something like paradise like, paradise yeah, California. It, exactly it was some sort yeah. of technology but you know we're also having this gaslighting 
uh, right. going on just of from course. the government, just like the vaccine agenda. So how about Ed, do you know Ed Dowd? He lives over there yeah. too. Yeah. Do you yeah. know him? Yeah, we're friends. I actually met Are him at a really? rally back in I, the day. I love <laughs> him. He's a, he, he, uh, he's a cool dude. We, we spent a day together, almost a whole day, uh, and we really bonded. Uh, it was on December 6th up in Senator Ron Johnson's office on the awesome. Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday before the hearing. And he got in early and we hung out uh, and, and got to know each other. And he's a really, really brilliant. He's a sharpshooter. And, and he's a very, very um, brilliant um, and, and a very kind man, mm-hmm. yeah. very godly man. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I say that t- TWC family, we all need to have like a Hawaii retreat. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We need to get everybody down here to come get some vitamin D. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Unject yeah. your TWC party on the yeah. island. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank well, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, Dr. Thorpe, I can't thank you enough. Like I said, I've been, you know, I've written several articles around this topic, like for the last American Vagabond, around like prenatal, neonatal concerns, like all the nonsense. I still have lots of questions for you. So we're going to have to have you back on very soon. I'd love to come back there's, on there's anytime. A lot, a lot more to unpack here. But uh, in the meantime, can you tell everybody how they can best follow and support you and your work? Sure. Um, so I, I have a Twitter account um, and it's uh, J at J-A-T-H-O-R-P-M-F-M, as in maternal fetal medicine, or Mary Francis Mary, J-A-T-H-O-R-P, no E, M-F-M. And there's my ugly face. <laughs> no. If you, guys want, if you guys want some massive truth bombs on a regular basis, there you go. Yeah, no kidding. And, and then I have a, 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 a diligent uh, substack that I go. write three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's called Freedom and Truth Substack. And, um, and, and then um, there's some really, really good stuff on there. I, um, I, I, ha- I work and collaborate. There's Julie at the Wellness Company, who's one of my, Julie McCabe, one of my family. I love her and, and she helps me with this and we, uh, she helps me orchestrate all these and it's, there's a lot of really good stuff. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a five part series on the, uh, the covenant, I call it the covenant with death, the covenant with death. And it's a five, three or five part series, six weeks or so ago or four weeks ago that we wrote and it's all in regards to the Freedom of Information Act request that Maggie Thorpe, uh, she's also got a Twitter account, Maggie underscore Thorpe. Oh, cool. Um, and and um, we go through all this vile, horrible, unethical, illegal, immoral contract that they signed with the Department of HHS to capture the 61,000 OBGYN docs wow. and to force this poison. So in that Substack, uh, go to the covenant with death. And and by the way, um, do you know where that name, where I got that name from? Tell us. Does oh. anybody know? Uh-uh. The first uh, thing that comes to my mind is Fauci, but covenant with death. Okay, so we got got to get you guys reading the Bible. Uh-oh. Go to Isaiah chapter twenty-eight, verses fifteen to eighteen. Prop, uh, uh, the prophet Isaiah spoke about the end times and spoke about in the end times there would be a covenant with death. Mm. So I lifted it right out of there because I've been a Bible student most all my life and a eschatological. Mm. And it, it just, not that it's the ultimate fulfillment of Isaiah's covenant with death, 
but I think it's a partial fulfillment. So mm -hmm. um, anyways. Awesome. Well, well, Dr. Thorpe, I'll make sure that we have all those links in the episode description. So everybody, please make sure you go follow and support Dr. Thorpe. Um, please go, you know, if you wanted to get some of that spike support, we were talking about destroy spike.com. Yes. That takes you right to the link that also helps support the show here. So or and use then, the code injected too. or yep. Use the code injected on the site. Injected. And yep. also get the, 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 uh, the most important, uh, maybe the most important for everybody is the emergency medical kit. The there emergency, it's extremely important. We're coming mm -hmm. into hard times. You know, there's war times. They're mm -hmm. controlling critical drugs. There's eight life, potentially life-saving drugs in this thing. Every family, global family needs this. You could never go out and get this from doctors. You'd need eight separate dis uh, prescriptions. You, mm -hmm. you can't wow. get this. So you can get them from other parallel healthcare systems. I, I believe that ours is the best and ours mm -hmm. is the cheapest, but this is extremely important. Um, you know, you need to have these drugs, you know, even when we're in good times, you know, when you're off hours or on a weekend, it's hard to get drugs. Sometimes yeah. they're not even in stock. Yeah. Get this medical kit. There you Thank go. you so much. I've overstayed yeah. my welcome. No, you're, you're more not at all. We could, we could we go can, all night. We could go seriously, all night. Seriously. Yeah. It's been such awesome. a joy to talk to you truly. Awesome. And even for the, the information that you're sharing that is so heavy. Um, it's a pleasure to talk to you and your smiling soul. And, and thank you for sharing the truth that we, that we need to hear and, and being a light in the world. Yep. And for fighting the fight, like, uh, you know, actually Dr. Thorpe, I, I didn't meet you, but I uh, saw a lecture of yours here in Nashville, like in the summer, like earlier this summer, some uh, health freedom event that you were here at. And uh, that was my, you know, I was like, yep, this guy gets it. So, you know, just thank you for being, you know, so thanks for your courage and just for being out there and pushing the message and, you know, help, helping all these patients. And, you know, all the work that I do would be worthless unless I, uh, if it weren't for you all, you know, mm -hmm. Zach and Scott and Shelby helping me get this information out. Hey, and we're winning. Listen, we're winning. We're, we're winning. 100%. You know, you know what the vaccine uptake is on these boosters? Like these zero, deadly boosters. 2%. 2%. We're winning, baby. We're winning. Woo! Yeah. Well, let's keep winning. Let's keep winning, guys. All right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. See you wow. later. Thank right. you. So God much. love you. Until next time, everybody, stay natural. Stay free. Stay injected. All right. See you next week. Peace. Peace.